Whom's Among Us? I'm just getting out of the way now. Whom's Among Us does not love, love a posted Malone. Malone. I'll never post Malone. I'll, I'll never post, post another Malone. Malone. Hi, and welcome to And Introducing, a podcast about words, about music. I'm Chris Wade. And I'm Molly O'Brien. And introducing Post Malone. Uh. Maybe 2018's number one, that guy? Posty has burned a hole through popular music and some of our hearts in 2018, and today we're here to ask, no really, that guy? About him through the article, Post Malone is the perfect pop star for this American moment. That's not a compliment. By Jeff Weiss in the Washington Post Malone. The Washington Post Malone. The Washington Post Malone. Democracy dies all Malone. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So here we are. It's uh, December 2018. Yeah. We're s- sputtering towards the end of the year. Yeah. And uh, I, we just got to address the the uh, tattooed, kind-hearted, mumbly-mouth elephant in the room. He kind of sounds like an elf. Like, yeah. if they were to make Sa- the Santa Claus, which, of course, the clause in this uh, this title actually is a pun. It's both uh, clause yeah, is referring a, to contract, Santa Claus, yeah. but it's also a, a particular stipulation in a contract. Um, that went straight over my head when I was a child. Uh, you, you know, Bernard the elf post Malone would absolutely J- David Crumholtz. He's a sort of helpful elf. Sure. All elves are helpful. Yes. That is um, their, that is their nature. That's like their main thing besides being good at crafts. And well, helpful. actually, uh, in most traditional, uh, <laughs> uh, mythologies, it is dwarves that are more helpful and rooted in a mechanical, uh, type earthy nature, uh, of fixing and crafting while elves are more traditionally held as aloof creatures who, yeah. uh, uh, you know, are separate <laughs> and above the human races. Is, and, this, uh, is this a Tolkienist view? Yeah. That's of more of a this, Tolkienist this view. Speech- species uh yeah anyway post malone would have made an amazing bernard the elf in the santa claus cast post malone as santa he'd make a great santa he would he should do it when he he'll eventually do a christmas song and when they fucking get him in that santa beard uh he'll look great in it i will say that a post malone holiday album would be to me a delight Mm mm-hmm I, I'm sure that there are many people who would say, no, don't do it. Stop I'm it. I'm having a merry Christmas. I, I can't, I can't, I can only just imagine the, the, the rafts of uh, auto-tune trills coming at me. Which Christmas song is the most post-Malone? And now we have a merry Christmas. Is it? You never thought of merry Christmas now. Is it, um... Maybe it's like, you better watch out, you better not cry, you better not pout, I'm telling you why, Santa Claus is coming to town. See, it's hard to do because that's it, good, every, but it, Every chorus little... needs three notes or fewer. And now Santa Claus is coming to town, <laughs> and he's now he's coming, coming to town. Are, can, you, can you auto-tune things? Uh, not, no, I Are don't have time. Are you capable? No. I probably can. <laughs> you don't have time. Yes. I, I didn't ask, like, can you um like would you but uh, are you capable of yes I, c- I think i could figure that out okay well i think that would make it sound a little more posty because that is a, a crucial uh, mechanism we're talking about postable because i think that this is probably the single most not necessarily best or most important but kind of most like chatter worthy music writing that came out this year 
I mean, that's a that's a big statement. I I probably haven't read enough to to verify that, but mm. uh, I do think that Post Malone is a fascinating character yes. in the 2018 music scene that that uh, uh, kind of cuts a path forward, embracing a lot of trends, uh, but also being separate and different from many trends. So mm. he seems um, to both create rip off and embody trends all yeah. at the same time he, you he, can't tell whether he started the problem or is finishing the problem i would or say if there is a problem i would say that he's 2018's number one love him or hate him L- hate him or love him the underdog's on top and i'm gonna shine homie until my heart stop yeah exactly yeah i i honestly bet if you said that to post malone he would just nod and say yeah that's me yeah yeah and then he'd be like yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah He's a he's a, a good nature a good natured dude. He is a good natured dude. Oh, I feel like the, it's like the Ferris Bueller. Like, oh, everyone loves him. Oh, the, yeah, everyone loves him. The jocks, <laughs> he, the slats, greasers, slats. the burners. <laughs> they the all think he's a righteous dude. The trap kids, the, the EDM freaks, <laughs> the country uh, hoes, the country hoes. Yeah, they think he's great. They all think he's a swell dude. He's a bee's knees. I mean, that is his kind of thing. Is that he hits all quadrant. He's a four quadrant pop star. He's the he's the uh, the result of the the genre uh, pate that I was talking, the genre terrine that I was talking about <laughs> yes, a few the genre episodes the genre pate. just the compression where he fed that that goose of musical style filled to the bursting with uh, grains of influence, and now we have yeah. harvested the uh, fatty liver of a genre mishmash yes. out of it. And Post Malone is 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 that thick uh, foie gras, foie gras, that thick of foie culture. gras of He's culture a f- that we're cultural eating. foie gras. Yes. Um, I mean, how, how do you feel about Post Malone? I think generally positively, uh, mostly from uh, being at first angry that uh, such an uh, awful visage would have to grace my uh, my eyes. You mean awful in the like traditional terms of like, or I guess you know, it would be more awesome of like, wow. No, no, no. <laughs> Look I, do, at that I face. do mean awful. You don't first. like his face. Yes. He, he, uh, his, his, his appearance is... Uh, disconcerting to me when I see it, or mm-hmm. at least at first. But the more I investigated him, I could, I really just, the more you watch him talk about himself and all his shit around him, you can't help but be like, ah, this is, this is just a, a sweet little boy who yeah. likes singing songs that are, are mostly about nothing. Yeah. I would say that post benefits from a video format as opposed to a, a still photo format. Yes. Because I would say, too, that I think I first became aware of Post Malone in, like, a uh, particularly kind of uh, a certain flavor of photo, which was yes. usually him, like, cheesing in a grill with, like, like, his eyes some, closed, like, half of closed some, in like, ecstasy. weird step and repeat of some kind of award ceremony yeah. for something that you've never heard of in yeah. a garish tuxedo. Yes, exactly. And then uh, he, he needs to have sound and motion associated with his, uh, his visage. Otherwise, I'm just like... Oh, I saw him and I was like, oh, no, this is this seems bad. Uh, but then, yes, <laughs> seems bad. Seems I, IDK man seems bad. But then you look at you look at him performing and like talking about stuff and hanging out, just shooting the shit. He, his presence kind of reminds me of like that, that particular kind of MTV reality show from like the late aughts to the mid early mid teens of like Rob and big. Yes. Do you remember oh, shit God, like that? Do I remember Rob and big? If this were, I know we're kind of in a post cable, uh, 
a post cable like uh, special time. Um, everything is so much more streamed and content. Uh, you know, content creation has has gone multi platform and and practically violent in its in its distribution. But uh, if post hit it in two thousand eight. By 2009, he would have had a delightful like MTV variety show. Yes. Yes, uh, probably. That's his um, vibe. But also remember that uh, uh, I'm a big fan of Rob Drydeck uh, from that one joke in Band Practice, my uh, short-lived <laughs> web series from several years ago of the uh, the two strains of weed that I'm offered, uh, ridiculousness and... Um, Nitro Circus. Nitro Circus. With Johnny Knoxville and yeah. Travis Pastrana. Didn't Travis Pastrana get me too Maybe. Ugh. Oh, maybe not. I don't know. Uh, yes. I don't want to start. I don't want to start anything the, that that can't be uh, yeah. can't be backed up. Here's what I think is most fascinating about Post Malone yes. as a uh, cultural uh, a pop institution, especially to people of our age. Okay. Thirty, almost thirty. Yes. Is that I think knowing about Post Malone in 2018 perfectly models the five stages of grief. Okay. For people. Great. Uh, because in the five stages of grief to go over them are denial, angle, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. Cool. Because when you first saw him, or at least for me, when I first saw him, I was like, this guy, this is a, this is a joke. This yeah. is like not a serious person. Yeah. No, one, ca- it, no you, one cares about this guy. When you're presented in the, in the banner of like internationally huge beloved pop star Post yeah. Malone, and then yes. you see his picture and you have that in front of you, you're like, oh, he's not, that's not, this isn't, a, this a, isn't a guy. This yeah. isn't a guy. He's not a... Uh, um, or if he is, it's like, yeah, not like a real like a real thing. niche or something. One yeah, hit he's wonder. Like, Maybe, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. He, this is a joke. That's the denial. Yes. And then you learn that he has like 17 singles on the Billboard Top 100 concurrently and yes. is like headlining major festivals and like beloved by the majority of teenagers in the world. Yes. And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. What is wrong with people? This yeah. can't be. This is. This is. This is an abomination. This person. Is, this is a clown man. This is a. Uh, <laughs> this is a figure that is not worthy of any kind of admiration or, or like like the world is wrong. The ch- the children are are terrible and bad. They, yeah. Th- this is this is this is a f- false and and bad. Yeah. Um. And then you get to know him more, and you're like, well. I mean, he's not like this song. I, I get it. The songs like fit in uh. with the current mode. I mean, maybe it's like maybe he'll just be a flash in the pan. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, maybe this is just going to be his just one this big year's year. Thing, maybe yeah. he's like guesting on the right spots. Maybe he's just like hit his right little lane right yeah. now. Yeah. And that's the bargaining, yeah. right? You're you're like trying to fit, put rationalize him into your worldview of, worldview, of yes. music. Yeah. Uh, and then you realize that. No, it's not the children who are wrong. It's, it's you. you. You're bad. Yeah. You don't get it. Mm-hmm. Post Malone is the t- totemic old, symbol. Old man yelling at cloud. Of, of cloud you. Cloud rap. Of, yes. Old man yells at cloud rap. <laughs> old man yells at SoundCloud. If someone else has done that, I don't uh, want to know about yeah. it. Anyway, go on. Uh, he's the totemic figure of culture passing you by, of a, a world that you can no longer possibly understand mm-hmm. and uh, uh, assimilate that you can yeah, never yeah, yeah. That, that, you can that, never you reclaim. are no longer part of yep. and the final stage is acceptance and then you dress up as him for Halloween say uh, <laughs> how I learned to stop worrying and, and love, love the post, the post. or the you know what's the um, 
you know, freedom is slavery. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, war is war peace. War is peace. Yes, and yes, exactly. Post, post is Malone. Po- post Post Malone is good. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I think that sounds right. So it's like it's a uh, it's him, and then it's him. <laughs> yes. And then it's him, and then it's him. Him, and then it's him. him. Yeah. He is the perfect pop, and that's where we get to the article. He's the perfect pop culture figure for 2018. I, like you, in between the uh, the anger and the bargaining stage, uh, or the, between bargaining and depression, I realized that I it's almost like I was in a coma. <laughs> and then I came out of the coma, and Post Malone was hugely famous. A Post Maloma. <laughs> Post Melanoma. Uh, he... I mi- I missed it. I missed the rise entirely. And he honestly, he's the, probably the first big dude that I completely missed the the. the well, I mean, how could you? He he can't. His rise is like nine months but of a, a guy moving to L.A. to being like a number one international bestseller. But, but if you're like a little bit plugged in, I feel like you might have caught it. And I remember hearing the name post Malone. And I feel like it was sort of like the name Vic Mensa where I was like, I know that name. Surely something's happening there. Don't know, really know what it is. Mm-hmm. So it's just my own, my own ignorance and, and lack of curiosity, I guess. But then all of a sudden it was like, not only is he huge, he's like the hugest thing in the world. He recently, or I guess last year. So 2018 is almost him coasting on his, yeah, yeah. his poof of, yeah, fame because yeah, yeah. 2017 was really when everything yeah, started yeah. to like six 2016 was white iverson yeah. 2017 was Rockstar and congratulations yeah, yeah. and psycho yeah 2017 was like the geyser shooting out of the ground yeah and then 2018 was all the the droplets falling falling everyone. on on or 2018 was the droplets falling yes. off, falling on everyone right it was the the after the aftermath yeah. the shady aftermath yes <laughs> Uh, Post Malone lo- loves Eminem. I think this is the Millennium of Aftermath. He, yeah. So do let's let's talk about this article because this article came out, you know, back in do, 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 uh, late October. Oh, late October. That's yes. you know, back in the Halcyon days where that guy was like mailing mail bombs to all the Democratic leaders in the country. Remember when that was happening? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, that didn't happen. What? No. <laughs> uh, your eyes were back like your memories erased. <laughs> You just got a men in black thingied. That never happened. The, that spat of almost countrywide terrorist attacks. Yeah, no, it's a. Uh, it's gone. Yeah, I and really all that's don't. left is, is Post Malone. Yeah, this sending sending it in the post Malone. Mm-hmm. Um, so this this came out this because the writer Jeff Weiss went to um a uh, a uh, a uh, 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 posty fest so post malone is in the the rarefied category of artists who are so big that they get to have their own festival this definition is sort of perverted because it's basically like a post Malone concert with like seven openers sure. you know what i mean yeah. i guess what is what is taxonomically the difference yes i would say a fest is multiple days i would actually say a fest is a uh... I think that should be a full day. It should go from day to night, daylight no, that's to dark. A day. That's a day. I think it needs to be multiple you days. You think a fest needs to be multiple days? I think a fest requires two, at least two headliners on two separate days. Okay. I think that's fair. I think it's fair. Otherwise, it's it's just like a a, a day out. Just a, a big, big day, day out. out. Which is the name it's of... the name of a fest, which a, I think is fest. like three days. Yes. <laughs> it's like, that's like the BBC festival. Sure. A big day out. We're all having a big day out then. <laughs> Love to close out this year of podcasting with more <laughs> shitty British, British accents. Yeah, I yeah. am sorry. So sorry. Um, 
yes, Posty Fest. Um, Travis Scott opened. Travis uh, Scott opened. Yeah, or like uh, star- was one of the opening acts. Um, Tyler, ever, the creator, was involved. Have I ever mentioned it on this podcast? I know I've told it to you personally, Molly, mm. about the time that I videoed Travis Scott riding a horse riding in Prospect Park. I don't think, no, you never talked about it in the podcast. Well, this is because Travis Scott is like clearly one of the top artists coming out of 2018 into 2019. I feel uh, I should. Um, He's going to headline every festival yeah, next year. I'm, well, I'm, I feel necessary to, uh, to to state my bona fides. Yes. Um, um, Scott my Moore. Travis Scott. Uh, <laughs> that uh, I spent one afternoon about two or three. That would have been summer 2015. Yeah, that would have been. The, I, I remember that because my mm. one of the main sense memories I have of that job is is live watching uh, Trump come down the golden escalator and announce his uh, candidacy. But that summer, nice. Um, I uh, spent a whole Saturday afternoon lugging a camera around Prospect Park, watching uh, Travis Scott and some Instagram influencer who uh, was friends with him. Uh, before he was super huge, mm. uh, uh, take horse horses around Prospect Park. Yeah, trying to shoot a pilot for some web series around the influencer cool. that uh, had neither shape nor form, uh, other than uh, Travis Scott mumbling and and occasionally shooting a uh, uh, devil horn uh, hand gestures into the uh, camera from on top of horse. Great. I mean, it's to me that that sounds like it should be like B roll for a title sequence. Yes, like that. I'm not sure what the what the plot structure is yeah, there. Yeah. Who is you know who is EPing this thing? Yeah, I you know, <laughs> that's the problem is that I was freelancing for uh, New York Mag at the time. Uh, uh, you're, so, just, you're just the uh, camera. Critical solidarity to New York Mag's uh, now nation. Hell yeah, uh, union. Hell yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I was just a freelancer, and they were like, "Go down to Prospect Park and, and shoot this this rapper uh, and uh, this Instagram model on a horse," and I was like. Okay. <laughs> Did that anything happen of it? No, I've never. I don't think that ever saw the light of day. Get that raw footy somewhere. <sighs> Damn. Do I? I it might be in one of these on your one of twenty hard drives. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he had a big posse. Given the choice, and maybe this is this is a stupid question. If you could comfortably operate on a day to day basis with a huge group of friends, some of whom you might pay, but basically everyone, like your team. The whole the whole team's got your back. He's basically speaking for you, doing everything for you. Like given the choice, isn't that something that most people would do rather than like try like I'm just thinking about how I sometimes I go to work every day and I come home and I'm so tired. And it's cause I've been like talking to people all day mm-hmm. and I put a lot of effort into talking to people. Yeah. What if I just didn't do that? Yeah. What if I just had twenty friends and they all talked to and people? And they did all of your stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Easy. It's, it's not. It's a nihilistic thought, but like I kind of understand it. It yeah. completely saves all your energy for yelling on the mic. Yeah. No, it, it totally <laughs> makes sense. That's that's why uh, I've learned to ID Travis Scott, um, like on features and sometimes his own songs, and it's usually because there's this like sort of auto-tuned um, interrobang uh, of a like yop. It's mm-hmm. like ah yeah ah. Ah. <laughs> like he just opened a closet and saw like a a, a, glu- a grouping of sheets and mops that kind of look like a ghost, but uh, then he quickly realized we're not a ghost. Yeah, or like Kate Bush just threw uh, glitter at just his grew glitter at his face. <sighs> yeah, nobody will know that we're a reference. No, unless you've seen the video um, or the video of the video. Anyway, um, so Posty Fest is the setting of our of this excoriation. This is a. Uh, uh, is that a word? Yes. Um, the this this article is a is a good old fashioned roast. It's a Sunday roast. Um, it does not is not here to play games. It is, uh, this article is not here to make friends. <laughs> uh, it it opens. It says him. <laughs> <laughs> see see. 
<laughs> I did not. I had not read this article when I wrote that yeah, intro. So yeah. I, I I knew what the you know I I have myself plugged into what the zeitgeist around Posty is. And I should say that this is not the first article or the last article published this year that is basically an article that's like Post Malone, him, him? yeah. So he's the him guy. He writes him the most popular young artist. If I was Post Malone, I would name my next next album H I M period. Yes, him. Him. Like tr- like a Kendrick Lamar styling. Yeah. Like damn. Yeah, exactly. Him. Him. <laughs> Although him. I think that's the name of like some uh, like an emo metal band. It, oh. And it but or like Christian emo where it's like his intention. Yeah. M- uh, m- Manifested. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. His infernal majesty. There you go. Okay. So it's a little more satanic. A little yeah. less. But little they're less not they're not actually uh, uh, stylized exactly that way. Ah. Okay. Um. Uh, it goes him the most popular young artist in the most unpopular young nation is a rhinestone cowboy who looks like he crawled out of a primordial swamp of nacho cheese post malone is a halloween rental a removable platinum grill a cubic zirconium proposal on the jumbo screen of a last place team his music one of the shallowest bastardizations of rap to date and i don't say that lightly has the creative tension of associates at a downtown law firm complaining that $150,000 a year just doesn't cut it he looks like he got clubbed over the head by a cartoon peacock he just turned 23 and america just can't get enough nielsen recently named the suburban dallas raised rappers 2018's most popular musician so it was only a matter of time before malone had his own festival a contemporary rite of passage for nearly every major pop rap star who has his face plastered across spotify's get turned playlist what an honor yes the i was oh man to head head literally headline spotify's get turned i would i would love to uh to lead the nation in getting turned yeah it sounds good so this is like the the this critique <laughs> this really actually gonna lead off my uh, presidential platform of i demand that every american have the right at every time in their lives when they need to when they want to when they feel like it to get turned Tur- honestly turn up as a political slogan for a campaign yeah. you could do worse yeah that's not bad a turn up the polls tur- yeah America. turn up at the polls yeah and also just like turn up for for yourselves and your mm-hmm. community yeah. turn up for me and yeah. also like you know turn up turn up turn up yeah hillary you fucked up yes <laughs> just, i'm with her i'm with her <sighs> god that's gonna be her 2020 platform though yeah hillary turn up hillary it's lit 2020 (laughs) this critique reminds me of the same Uh, critiques of um, a horrible visage of uh of hillary saying no 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 i'm not doing anything lame like the nene anymore now i'm only doing with it moves like the floss dance like the uh the uh um the shiggy dance from uh the drake song i know how to do that i now. understand your critiques of me from 2016 and i do promise in 2020 if elected your president to free bobby schmurda <laughs> oh she could do worse um th- this critique reminds me of the guy fieri uh uh, uh, yes. Pete Wells. Mm, classic. Like, it's the same. It's kind. It's the. <laughs> what if America, but too much? What if America, but too much? Like, there's. Uh, we can get into this a little, a little more, but I feel like he's mixing some valid concerns about cultural appropriation, appropriation, like white appropriation of hip hop yes. culture and aesthetics with cla- like class. It's this is classist shit. 
It's yes. it's equating post Malone fandom with uh being like low, like having you know being a low class person. It's true. So I mean, we're gonna. I mean, that is there's a lot of a uh, worms. There's the a can, lot of worms that the can of post Malone opens. Yeah, yeah. Because I do agree with that as a general point, mm-hmm. but also. Uh, Post Malone is a well-off guy's son, mm-hmm. so you can't say that he he's not fucking Elvis Presley. Yes, in that in that he's like he, yeah. a poor guy who who you know uh, th- that he's not like he's ta- not of low class. Well, yeah, we we talked about Elvis a little bit in our um, episode about music and labor with David Turner, where yes, yes. Uh, the the proliferation of like jukebox culture allowed poor mm-hmm. white people to yes. listen to black people's music. Yes, and for all the right accusations mm-hmm. of uh of appropriation that you can put at elvis uh there is also another element to it another axis in which uh he is of the same class as a lot of people that he was uh appropriating right from right not uh, not the case with post malone yes whose father did the concessions for uh dallas cowboys or houston astros rockets dallas cowboys yes manager of concessions for the dallas cowboys yes which I mean, again, he's not the owner of the Cowboys, but no. he, he's got a lucrative uh, food distribution deal. Something yeah. you know about. He's eating good. Wait, what do I know about it? Your father is a food distribution, is a yeah. food distribution guy. Yeah. Not, not for a major NFL sports team. But he you would know. be selling to, my father would be selling to Post Malone's yes. dad. Um, so he'd probably hate him. <laughs> 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 he'd probably be like, no, this guy doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. I'm sure everyone ate real good uh, at the at the Dallas Cowboys games. Yeah, yeah. Um, in the, you know, yeah. mid, mid-90s to now, or uh, if he's still working, I don't know. Um, it, yes. So, so you cannot talk about Post Malone without talking about the fact that like he put, you know, he has like cornrows and like, you have like grills and, yeah. you know, it's kind of, it's, it's kind of the same stuff that got dredged up a few years ago when like Miley Cyrus was doing yes. this stuff. That's like the closest analog that I can think of it. But I do think that there's a slight difference in the way this is being approached. Sure. And we can talk about it a little bit more. There are things to discuss. There are things to discuss. But Post Malone is not canceled. Sis. <laughs> no, sis and that is is not the tea frankly it's not yet um uh, i mean the this piece like it insults the way he looks uh his lyrics his uh songwriting when when post finally goes on he says uh bros in troy aikman jerseys and beer bongs and bentley's merch grunted with simian glee uh <laughs> yeah i don't think that's like a great great way great descriptor in and of itself uh twenty thousand people rocketed up stood on their seats and for a brief moment there was the palpable fear of being stampeded to death at a post malone concert which of course requires the deceased to be buried in a race car shaped coffin wrapped in the rockstar energy drink logo that sounds good (laughs) i mean yeah what is wrong i mean not 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 dying at a concert but what's wrong with rockstar energy drinks yeah i like energy drinks it's cool I'm tired. I'm 30. Sometimes I want to go out and it's uh, and I need a little more uh, more boost. I drink more Red Bull at the age of 29 than I did at the age of 21. Absolutely. Like, I mean, but that, I'm saying that right now. I'm like, of course I do because you're old and tired. But also it's <laughs> it's fine. You're in cellular. But decline. no, no, no. That, that whole uh, DJ Ryan, that wind that back. Uh, yeah. Read that whole whole sentence again, because just that the whole tone of it is so 
smarmy. 20,000 people rocketed up, stood on their seats, and for a brief moment, there was the palpable fear of being stampeded to death at a Post Malone concert, which, of course, requires the deceased to be buried in a race car-shaped coffin wrapped in the Ener- Rockstar Energy Drink logo. The one, the thing I want to pick up reading this again is uh, being stampeded to death at a Post Malone concert. Oh, as no. As opposed to, is it honorable to be stampeded to death at a at Black Flag I, concert? Yeah, I guess. Or at a, a Tupac concert? Yeah. Or, you know what i mean Who, yeah. whose concert is it okay to get uh, stampeded into to a crowd that. crash I, yeah like what is a what is the cultural consensus best stampeded at right now you, you know what that reminds uh, me SZA, of maybe like that would be the the one where everyone and in, in the in all realms of society could be like mm, yes well at least they died at a SZA concert you know what this reminds me of is chuck klosterman's uh excellent book killing yourself to live where he goes on this was back in the time when like uh white male writers could get book deals by being like what if i went on a road trip yes um <laughs> and everyone was like sure here's yes, you know yeah, here's your here's a, here's a blank check go for it um he went but to be fair it was a good book he went on a road, road trip across america to, uh visiting sites of deaths of rock stars sure and the first place he actually he kind of accidentally but on purpose went to was the station in rhode island which was that club that burned to the ground at a great white White. concert and one thing that he brought up was the the idea that um people were kind of like pouring one out for these uh these working class people going to see a great white show in 2003 Mm -hmm. um like hailing them as like beacons of authenticity like rough hard scrabble Uh authenticity when those are the same people that they have been making fun of quite literally the day before yeah and so what does it take to uh uh, achieve that level of like only in death can you uh be uh, an authentic hard rock fan yeah if if people had died at a post malone show how would they be thought of yes it that weird looking Honestly, at that sentence you know, again kind of bothers you know me. how if you died at a post malone show in 2017 or 18 yeah. how you would be thought of yeah one of my greatest fears in life mm-hmm. uh when i was uh, uh in college I went to college in Chicago and we had these wooden back decks and I always feared when we were out drinking on them that the decks would collapse because of the way that they would talk about kids who died in a deck collapse in college. That's always like 13, 13 college students died in a wooden deck collapse they were all drinking. Yeah. It's like, it's their fault that the deck collapsed. Yeah. Yeah. That's how they would be talked about if there was like some kind of uh, uh, disaster, if like a tower fell over at a Post yes. Malone concert. They'd be, be like, like, oh, well. Well, they were at a Post Malone concert, so yeah. what do you expect? Yeah. You know? 100%. Anyway, that whole thing reeks uh, of a kind of a musical judgment about like the crowd that it attracts. The aesthetics and, like, of the, the crowd. Yes. And like, I don't know. We like to joke about crowd aesthetics sometimes, but I don't yeah. think that judging the music on the crowd aesthetics is uh, uh, necessarily uh, legitimate. Although I'm sure that there are examples of myself doing the same thing. At I mean, I think we've we found the the like sort of uh, raw humanity of like the Woodstock '99. Yeah, crowd. sure. You know the. I mean, the any it's the- people people have continued to like people die at concerts all the time. Yeah, sure. I, I know we're taking it to a dark place dark, dark here place. in this, but the, you know, well, this writer the, was the one the who brought up the idea. Point is that like w- something like Woodstock '99 <laughs> is a disaster. Yeah, but 
it's neither the fans nor the artists fault that that is a d- disaster. It, it is the people who yeah. think shittily of both the fans and the artists yes. to make that situation that assembling a disaster. all together at a certain place and time in celebration of a particular person makes yeah. you like deserving of death yeah exactly well, i don't know that's not, obviously that's not what he's saying but. but it is he's got that that mortality yeah thought in his head yeah. about being Ugh, buried in the fucking nascar coffin. concert yeah yeah it's all fun and games until someone gets an eye poked out man sure so i don't know that uh I, I say this as someone with like a kind of uh, primordial fear of crowd crushes i've like yeah. you know gotten really into reading the wikipedia article about them um don't don't do that if if you're if you don't like that stuff i wouldn't recommend it but if you have a sort of a a dark impulse to understand you know the fluid dynamics of a crowd crush wikipedia's got your back the who cincinnati 1979 there you go that horrible uh like english uh soccer game yeah in the 80s mecca mecca oh yeah that shit happens all the time that happened like four years ago yeah on the bridge yeah S- Saudi, stop your war crimes and also get your crowd control under. Uh, oh my god! Under, uh, oh under my control. god. <laughs> um, uh, the writer continues. So, like, Post takes the stage. Uh, he says on recordings his falsetto is afforded a modest four-cylinder strength but on stage it comes off slurred and sloppy twitching like roadkill limp off-key notes underscored by a booming backing track that operated like a life preserver that i can't fault him for because i've listened or i've seen footage of post Malone live shows and he is uh uh not great see so okay so one of my main things about post Malone is that i i think that one of the central faults of him is that he is categorized as a hip-hop guy and i don't think he's a hip-hop guy i think he, I agree. he, he is a pop musician singer yes and should be put in that category yes. um and i think if you look at genre like the, foie gras yeah it's, it's he's genre foie gras but he's not he's not a rapper and I know, yes I know, I know what you're saying but yeah. also so then so are many of the people who would be categorized as rappers because they're black. Like I would yeah. say there's way more singing yeah. and like auto tune singing in some ways than ever before. Yeah. There's a lot more like there's a, I would say the, the line between like sung pop and hit wrapped hip hop yeah. is like very blurry these days. Yes. And a yes. lot of times people do both. Like I would put Drake more in the realm of like pop, pop singer. Yes. I think Drake has much more in common with like Hall and Oates than <laughs> fucking Run DMC, right? Yes. Well, and but the thing about Drake is that he's been putting out. I just read. I'm gonna. We'll have to put in the liner notes because I just read a writer's fantastic uh, assessment of whether Drake took an L this year or a W. Um, <laughs> the I perennial question. I mean, well, it was literally like item by he, item because there like, were like 14. But that's the point of Drake. He's like Schrodinger's Drake. Is he losing or is he winning at any time? You can't. You can't tell. Yeah. By observation, it, it becomes unknowable. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, that's that's kind of what the article got to. But um, Drake continually keeps putting out the ra- the hard rap side of himself and the like soft sung side of himself yeah. sometimes at the same time like he was literally like scorpion is like a sides and b sides sure, sure, sure. and everyone always Ways picks Lux, the, the singing. singing sides yeah that, that's the thing is again i i mean i'm not super into drake's deep back catalog but the stuff that i know of him is yeah. like oh this is a this is a singer guy yes i just think like he post wishes, malone is a singer guy i can't remember what um uh what what single he tried to push when he released um what was the playlist 
the, from this year, not Scorpion, or like it was last year. I don't, I don't remember. Blah, um, whatever it was. And the playlist. He, I'm not going to remember a Drake playlist. I mean, Dude, the, Drake, if you want me to remember what the thing is, make it an album. Make it an album. I don't care what your playlist is. That's so. Um, playlist. I, sometimes I wonder if the millennial generation will eventually split into old millennials and young millennials. I think it will. Be in the same way that like old millennials have a little bit of Gen X tendencies in them. Um, anyway, uh, he, he tried a harder track, tried to push a harder track first, and all the radio DJs played Passion Fruit. Sure. Because people like that shit. Yeah, that's what they like of him. People like a soft, a soft. Anyway, so yeah. like singing, rapping, what whatever song is or supposed to like, be. Post Malone is riding that. Or he's, that in, fun he's in the wave. realm of like the weekend too. Who's yes. not? Who is a black guy? Mm-hmm. Who does Canadian? Canadian. <laughs> I don't know. You know who does? Uh, you know who sings over beats, mm-hmm. but is decidedly a singer, mm-hmm. not a rapper. Right. But uh, what is the difference between? Is it singing slightly faster? Like that makes yeah, it. I don't, I, I don't know. I, we're, we're in. We're in. Uh, uh, we're in a wild. Ter- uh, murky territory. Murky territory. Yeah. But this whole digression comes back to the fact that uh, post is bad live because a lot of young people are bad live yes. because they have only designed their songs to be produced in a studio. Yes. Because he's only been a musician for. Two and a half years. years, yeah. And almost every song that he has done Mm -hmm. has only existed for like six months before itself as like a studio creation. Yes. And I also think that there is the live footage that I've watched of Post Malone. I think there is a lack of confidence and a a total willingness to lean back on a a backing track. Um, And I think that's like... I don't think he has a lot of singing training. I don't think he has a lot of like practice. No, he doesn't have a lot of anything. He didn't. He didn't go through that like you know Ali's uh, uh, pop star boot camp uh, yeah. in Star Is Born, and maybe he should, or maybe he shouldn't. I don't. I know. mean, if I was him, I would be taking vocal lessons six hours a day. Here's the thing about if you have a good voice, if you take voice lessons, it's pretty much only going to get better. You're right. It's not going to like, I really don't think that uh, taking voice lessons is going to kill some sort of raw yeah. uh, quality that you have about your voice. Usually this makes you control it better. And usually that's a good and thing. And also if you're smoking like two packs of cigarettes a day, like it seems like Post is doing. Shout out to Post for resisting the vape. <laughs> <laughs> keeping keeping cigarettes keeping, alive. Keeping it real. 2019. Uh, Let's do that, this. It's, you know, you're not threatening to, to over perfect your voice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. um, but yeah. Yeah, his, his his live act is rough. I don't, I don't know. I'm thinking about like how LCD Sound System mm-hmm. uh, talks about themselves live versus in the studio. In the studio, it's like basically all James Murphy's creation, mm-hmm. almost 100. Uh, percent He's positioning the microphones a certain distance away from the guitar. He's also like playing most of the instruments himself. Yeah, yeah. But he's uh, all it's it. There's there's engineering. There's producing. There's artistry. Uh, but and it's, all uh, it's, it's the difference between them and them in the studio and them alive yeah. is that when he goes out live, he says we are a LCD sound system cover band mm-hmm. and we're the best cover band they are. And mm-hmm. I feel like uh, uh, a lot of these guys don't think of that differentiation between studio and uh, live yeah. in that if you produce something that is wholly created inside the studio yeah. from the ground up, then doing it live. It's going to be. It's not different. just doing that thing. It's yeah. you need to be a cover band of yourself, and like I don't, I don't know. I I, I imagine that there is a disconnect there, and and one of the reasons that it post Malone sounds shitty live. Yes, I think that, and I will say to that, to me that is 
EDM culture seeping into his sure. particular realm of being is that when you go to an EDM show, very rarely are you experiencing any of the kind of like exciting but also potentially disappointing friction of here's the song that I've listened to in my bedroom a million times. Here's it played out loud. This is slightly not as good. EDM is pretty much a, a better, honestly, you're probably going to have a better experience live yeah. because it's real loud and you're surrounded by people and you can like but dance it's to still it and stuff, sonically yeah. like it's the same shit it's right. just very very loud right and i feel like these people like post malone think of how their live shows are supposed to be not as like a unique like i'm thinking of saint vincent and the yeah, way sure. that she modulates like oh yeah that is a fucking studio. live show yeah uh, and but the, like you know she came out with a you know i just i need to talk about my beloved song uh annie um she had an album last year that kicked ass in a studio way yeah she interpreted it in one way which was like a solo performance like in a sort of theater environment Mm -hmm. um that was a little more stripped down a little more cerebral and then she ripped that up and turned that same album into like a kick-ass like industrial punk dance like the best shows that i saw this year yeah, probably with a, yeah with a uh yeah a very a th- theatrical staging with the band costumes very well integrated into the thing it was a she, show she changed it guitars like eight show. times and they were different colors every time yeah. and that's her being able to as an artist realize that not only do live shows can they differentiate from recorded music but they should have to. and have to and they could be different you could go on two tours of the same same thing, yes. thing and they can be different and that's what i would wish and hope for post malone yeah and then he can learn yeah. how to do that like maybe his albums are very they're very auto-tuned they're very slick they're very produced that, maybe he turns them into a fucking new metal show when he sure. goes out oh, on that the would road. Be fucking rule that'd be amazing yeah oh uh, that that is the thing is like the doing the difference between Doing your songs yeah. and doing a show. Doing karaoke of your songs. Basically, And yeah. doing a show. Yes. And he's not there yet because I don't think anyone has pushed him to be... He doesn't have to be. And he basically. doesn't have to be because he can basically do that mode of like having the backing track of his own recorded yeah. vocals. And this writer went, this Washington Post guy went to the show and he was disappointed, maybe fair, fairly. Sure. To him, he's seeing a guy who's like imitating aspects of hip hop culture and not delivering anything to yeah. his mind. Authentic. Yeah, sure. Therefore he's like, the, you know, this guy emerged from a pit of nacho cheese or whatever it was. Sure. Um, I bring up new metal because uh, there was a different, <laughs> there's a different <laughs> New York magazine article, a vulture article uh, by Larry Fitzmaurice. Great name uh, with the title of the headline. What if post Malone is here forever? <laughs> <laughs> That's that is the uh, uh, denial stage. Yes. And you know, the same kind of critiques of like, he's, he's trying to be black. He's using um, like military imagery in the video for psycho. I didn't realize this, uh, you know, sort of some like, what, what does he say? Not to get all, we live in a society about it, but it's stupidly easy to point uh, to post Malone's ascent as one of a million byproducts of the impossibly high uh, tolerance for transgression that the culture consuming and vote registering public currently possesses. Um, <laughs> Uh, but it's just as simple to understand the basic appeal of his music, or at least some of it. Uh, Stoney and Beer Bongs and Bentleys. Um, f- first of all, like he named an album Beer Bongs and Bentleys. I think that's lovely. Uh, yeah. 
I think that there's you could the the flip side of that coin, the Janus head. Janus? Hanus? Janus? Who are you talking about? You know, where the, there's a head, there's a coin and there's like two Oh yeah, coins. yeah, Janus. Janus. Janus Joplin. The Janis Joplin coin. Mm-hmm. Um, you could look at an album called Beer Bongs and Bentleys and be like, wow, this sucks. <laughs> Why would anyone call it this? Or is cool? Is cool? Yeah. Um, those albums are almost unequivocally terrible albums mired in mid-tempo misery and production as beige as the man himself. But their standouts, White Iverson, uh, Deja Vu, and Psycho, are strange and lovely in their dust cloud weightlessness, like a gold-plated portrait of Pigpen from Peanuts. <laughs> no, that's, that's a pretty good description. It's like, I don't know. Like, okay, so we haven't actually listened to any Post Malone yet yeah. in this. Yes. And I think as a big disclaimer up front, all of Post Malone's music music is incredibly stupid. Yes, he, very stupid. He sings the lyrics uh, "ass, grass, or gas" like quite seriously in in one of one of the songs on Stony. Um, but there is a very pleasant, catchy weightlessness to it mm-hmm. that once you forget the face tattooed, mm-hmm. grungy, weird looking. Bud Light swilling frat reject yeah. form that they came out with. You're like, yeah, this is cool. This is fine. It's whatever. Yes. It's not. It's more than whatever. It's like, this is pleasant. I could imagine. It's like, I, I could imagine listening to it like floating around drinking uh, uh, warm Coronas in a pool on Saturday it's afternoon. Hot couch music. Yeah, it is very hot couch music. Hot couchy. It is. It is very hot couch. Uh, let's let's play a, a post song at this point. Which Great. one? Should we do what? Is, what is the? Um, I like better. Better now. I mean, that is the the number one probably at this point. Now that we're uh, now that we're like fifty minutes into this, let's listen to some. <laughs> what, let's actually listen to some of his music. Okay. Uh, this is uh, better now off of 2018's uh, Beer Bongs and Bentleys. Mm. You probably think that you are better now. the more i like it it's weird that weird like muted guitar backing track yeah. the way that there are like drops every like it's, 16 bars it's atmospheric in uh an interesting way it has kind of like a, a weird wistful quality to it it's a classic pop song uh formulation of uh you know kind of a breakup song yeah or a, like a morning lost love song yeah that and i think at the end of the day, that is why he's so popular. Mm-hmm. He's popular for many reasons, but I think he is very good at doing the. If anything, it's kind of like soft boy music. It is. It's very soft boy music. It's you know, it it reminds me of the emo music of my youth. Yes. Of yes. Uh, this sort of this particular flavor of it's romantic loss. It's 
you know, things are done and I it's I'm in the middle, I'm in the I'm lost in the sauce in it. Mm-hmm. But also it's your fault. Yeah. Even though I might have done some things, yeah, yeah. it's your it's yeah, your fault. You think you're better now. Or like we're we've broken up and like, you know, I I'm still mad at you. Yeah. Like all that kind of like weirdly like to- it's it's toxic, but it's also like it's very relatable. Um, especially if you're a young person. Yeah, yeah, exa- exactly. I mean, um, he and again, he's 23. This is great music to listen to when you're like 20, when you're like 15 years old. Yeah, or 13. This would feel very important. Yes. Um, you can I, I will. You would never deny yeah. the power of just sad breakup songs yeah. that connect to people's fucking feelings, man. <sighs> and I, the aesthetics matter less than the feeling. And I, I don't know. I think it's interesting. You know, we've lived in a hip hop world for almost 30 years in mm-hmm. which it's been an ascendant cultural force. Yeah. And I think at this point, it's kind of hard to divorce the idea of mo- of music that rhymes with lyrics that rhyme yeah. from the idea of hip hop. Yeah. I mean, this is clearly hip hop influenced, but I would say by the factor of him being who he is, mm-hmm. rather than saying that he is appropriating hip hop it's yeah. like it becomes not hip hop by him because he's doing white, it though or no, because, but of, the because way of his he... whole thing it's more melodic it's more verse chorus verse chorus uh you know yeah i i think i see what you're trying to say what i wanted to bring up was lil peep mm-hmm. r.i.p r.i.p is that this the, the sort of peep. like sing-songy insistent hypnotic chorus and verse quality mm-hmm. of post is like very it's very much what little peep did yeah um that it, it but it's also influenced by like emo music and yes. and pop music yes. like it's all i think it, it's just trying to needle at the idea that it really doesn't matter the aesthetics really are i think in this case trappings i don't think that it's the point, I don't think it's the, you know, the, I think there's a lot of, including the, you know, the uh, Jason Weiss writing in the post, um, uh, Jeff Weiss, excuse me, uh, so many J's. Uh, yes, there's, there are certainly like, there's elements of hip hop, but it's all about just like the hooks and the feelings. Yeah. And there's some marketing of himself as hip hop in order to succeed in this pop landscape. Yes. You can't deny that. If he came on this this stage as a folky, <laughs> he wouldn't get the same. But he's not a folky. But he also mar- like presents himself as like a country guy as well. There's so. country. There's pop. There's rock. Like he he plays guitar. Like he plays. He brings out the guitar in his live shows, which uh, the writer like uh, mocks incessantly. Sure. Um, it's it's i it's it's hard to put my finger on and i want to bring miley cyrus up again because what miley cyrus did in 2014 god yeah 2013 yeah when 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 were those lines when were those lines blurred at the mtv i think um, it was 2013 video music yeah i think it's 2013 what like that was she did not start out with that type of presentation. No. She started out quite literally as a child, which is a whole nother, you know, we've we've talked about the Disney star uh labor problem, as yes. it were. But she, at least for her first couple of albums, was about being this sort of like Kelly almost Kelly Clarkson like mm-hmm. empowered woman, very much like the classic pop mold. And then she chose to go 
she chose to twerk. She she chose to twerk. She made she did that. She sized up. I think she looked at the market and sized it up and said, "Not not necessarily. This is what I need to do to succeed, but this is what I need to do to shock people." Sure. I don't think Post Malone is trying to shock people. No. Even as he's getting tattoos and, all over his face. Can we talk about the tattoos for a second? Let's talk about the face tattoos. Uh, yes. God, I just. I mean, whatever the opposite of a glow up is, is what Post Malone did. But it also is like very identifiable to him. And it is one of the things that makes him the most 2018 guy is like being a like fairly like uh, easily successful, uh, amiable, normal. He's he is actually in the end very normal, which is part of his thing. Yeah. He likes drinking Bud Lights and playing beer pong. Smoking cigarettes. Smoking cigarettes. And like singing about uh, 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 how he maybe let down a girl who also maybe, maybe let, let him, him down. down. Like he, he, it's all extremely normy, which he articulates in a very clear way that also rhymes. And I think that that is like 90% of his appeal. Yes. Uh, in terms of like his lyrics and presentation. Yes. But then he had this whole face tattoo glow yeah. up. And just like, <laughs> Imagine going from like a stadium vendor's son with little uh, college education to one of the most popular people on earth from age 18 to 21 and between 21 and 23 being like, I'm going to get 60% of my face tattooed. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. But but he's... Post, I love you, dude, but it's... I feel like it's not... It's not... Oh Are you just God. trying to think about old Post Malone? Uh, yeah, I know. Post Malone. I mean, well, the real the real foresight he has is getting the words always tired mm. tattooed under his eyeballs. That shit's going to age like wine, baby. Yeah, because the older he gets, the more always tired he will be, yeah. become. Yeah. And the more uh, uh, emblematic of that feeling yeah. those tattoos will become. Yeah. Imagine I- the 80-year-old who got <laughs> always tired tattooed under their eyes at age 22 i used to i when i was a waitress at a diner one of my regulars was named malcolm and malcolm had a like ancient tattoo on his bicep um of a like pinup girl and it said connie uh did you ever ask him who connie was i wasn't that bull i was like if he's gonna tell me about Connie, like he'll bring it up um but it was like connie um god he must be dead now r.i.p malcolm if you are still alive congratulations because you're old as fuck um but that sort of murky almost like green like teal color of uh Mm -hmm. of tattoo that's Mm -hmm. just like it's been around for so long i found it kind of romantic in a weird way i think that him getting tattoos on his face is sort of just triumphing over over squareness it is it's it's a one-way ticket as someone who presents as square Mm -hmm. and yet i would say i have urges and desires that go beyond the square a rounded square perhaps a rounded square um i there's no better way to go from square to ah, you've got something else going on than getting a tattoo, face tattoo. Right, yeah, that's true. Any, any, all, all, you know, all white ladies are getting like arm tattoos now. Yeah, everyone's getting stick and pokes now. Like it's on. That's like an Instagram phenomenon. Yeah, 
But like Post took it a step further. And I think here's here's how I want to wrap it up. Or we don't have to wrap it up. If you want to talk about his face tattoos more, we can talk about them more. Well, I have one more point about his face tattoos. Okay. Well, my point is that when punk rock happened in yeah. the late 70s. Yep. And everyone was like, concept. Punk, have you heard of a punked rock? I, whom's among us does not enjoy a punked rock? <laughs> the way people dressed and presented themselves was sh- incredibly shocking. Outrageous. Outrageous. Um, a lot of it was just like a sort of weird branding experiment. Uh, sure. Pyramid or uh, punk rock was a way to sell pants. It was yeah, a way to sell pants. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, that was all a thing. But I think that this is just this evolution is what's shocking now i think we like i think yeah. the idea of i mean you gotta permanently push the envelope yeah right? i think that they're like we have not human beings have not stopped trying to figure out how to, to sh- just like show that you are not normal yeah with your face and body yeah where it's only gonna get wilder it's true yeah uh, I mean, I mean that is like one of the maybe most cyberpunk things about, about the world is that like a body modification will continue to grow in, in ways that make them shocking but acceptable. Yeah, I, barely, I, li- you know, on the on the margins of acceptability. It helps to be honestly helps to be white, I, I, and it helps to be rich. It does. People will treat you a lot better. I will say, <laughs> if you have face tattoos, I'm I'm I believe in you and I hope in you, my dude, but. <laughs> As another white guy with endless feelings of invincibility at the age 23, mm. post, I hope you don't have a receding hairline and got a <laughs> hairline outlining barbed wire tattoo at the age 23, because that shit happens. He's going to have to fence it up. Yeah, you don't know where your hairline's going to go. It could go wild places. Yeah. It could dip from the middle. It could dip from both sides in like a lobe pattern like mine is. <laughs> and then you're going to have it's a true. permanent marker of true. The, 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 the furthest reach yep. of your hair when it was the most virile and you will always forever know that yep. that is the, the Western expansion of your hair. The Louisiana purchase of your hair. Yeah, exactly. It's it's as far as it goes. He'll he'll work with it. He'll yeah. work with it. I I think I'm and maybe this is just my own personal as, you know, someone uh someone he- uh, surfing on the edge of 30 now that like I'm just like the kids are all right. I I don't know. I if do if I have a child and I and they want face tattoos, am I going to be like sure do it? Probably not. I would assume if you give birth to someone, the face that came out of your vagine is the one that you probably want to see for the rest of your life. Yeah. And seeing, the, uh, I would like to, have you heard of um, Arnold is Dead? No. Arnold is Dead is a SoundCloud rapper and he has a tattoo of Anne Frank over like most of the uh, right side oh, of his that's, face. That's not, I don't like that. He must be a huge neutral milk hotel fan. Oh. Did you see that? Oh no. Oh, oh no. I show this to you. I don't to li- say that it could be worse. It could having be worse. always tired under your eyeballs is one thing, but having a gigantic portrait of Anne Frank. But you know what? Maybe he's maybe he's just doing the most. Maybe we're all failing. More. This is maybe it's a moral failure yeah. for all of us to not have Anne Frank face tattoos. So I don't know. Does this come off as a resounding defense of Post Malone? <sighs> I feel like to me, when I'm defending Post Malone. 
what I'm really trying to do is stoke hope for pop music in myself and in everyone else, because I don't want to be the kind of person who, you know, we're, we're all, we're, we're, you and I are, we're getting, we're getting older. Um, we climbed up that, uh, that mountain and we turned around and let me re-say that we, we didn't get older. Oh, we, uh, I I didn't get a little older. I'm considering turning 30 leveling up, leveling up. Thank you. Um, I appreciate that. But, um, I not, I got a whole new suite of abilities and upgrades. Yeah. You know, but if you climb a mountain and you turn around and you see your reflection in the snow covered hill, I mean, yeah, will landslide bring you down? No. And I don't want the landslide to bring me down. But on the, on the other hand, you can climb a mountain or you can swim the sea and you can jump into the fire, but you can never be free. This is also true. Yeah. Um, I, my belief in post Malone to not just be a, a, a hollow shell filled with, um, you know, appropriation of black culture and, yeah. uh, you know, half-assed, uh, lyric writing or, um, a lack of uh, ability to perform live. I don't think that's, I don't think that's his end point. I think he will level up as well. well and I okay. hope he will. This is, I, I don't think he will. I hope he will because I want pop music desperately i want it to continue to be excite like exciting and uh, uh relatable but i don't know if that's just me looking looking the way I, I i hoped i felt at you know 23 or 21 or 19 when my emotions were maybe like fresher more immediate I, less mature i want to bring up a slightly different way of thinking about him okay which i think is another way in conflict okay with each other which is the idea that his music sounds extremely lazy. Yes. I mean, it does. It does. It sounds lazy. Yeah. And I think that that is the appeal of it. And I think that that is also part of the anger about this guy or yeah. the, you know, the, 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 the rejection of this person of like, this is barely, this is barely anything, you know. Uh, the Washington Post article, they compared him to Jack Johnson. Who is another person that I feel like you could say like, yeah, ah, yeah. lazy. Yes, exactly. Laid back, lazy. And I think in considering a critique of his sound, I would also say that, uh, you know, among music that I like, it, 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 I do like his songs, but I do think of them as like some of the least effortful. Mm-hmm. But that is a thing about like watching a lot of Post Malone interviews. Yeah. I don't want to do like the Jordan Peterson thing of like, well, you need to watch 30 hours of his YouTube videos to really understand his, I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm like, when you hear him talk about himself and the thing that he does, he clearly cares about it in a very deep way that is about as deep as he is is capable of. Yes. So I don't know. It's like the praise for smart, dumb guy music. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He, and that, again, as you brought up, Molly, mm-hmm. it's the hot couch thing. He's like good, he's like good, smart, d- dumb guy. I think music. we can't and deny he, the hot couchness within ourselves. I know. And there, there's always a need for people. And maybe even uh, going back to, maybe even Elvis was one of these <laughs> was people. Elvis the hot couch guy. Maybe he's like an original hot couch guy who, like, I, I don't think anybody would give Elvis cred for being a tremendously smart person, but he was somebody who like looked around the world around him and was like, I want to make music like this. Yeah. And then did it. He is observant and curious and yeah. uh, t- self-taught. Yeah, self-taught. 
self-taught which i think Post uh, we didn't might bring this too. up yeah but post malone learned to play guitar after playing guitar, guitar hero, hero and was like this rules yep let me learn to play guitar yep and then learn to play guitar and then started singing yep. and started making music off of guitar hero yes he is he is that that's like the ultimate hot yeah. couch ascendancy yes i don't know it, he doesn't need to be a cultural hero but i think that he deserves cultural acceptance for being somebody who is a great ascendant dumb guy yes i think that that's a good that's a good take for you i think that's your your take your good take yeah is smart smart dumb guy yeah yeah. deserves airtime yeah i think mine is the future is is genre blendy it's sure face tattooed and either like sign on or you know fade into irrelevance oh my god but i just i just i don't know i think anytime that there is something new in music and i do think that post malone for all of his derivative qualities has created something new new yeah in the in the sense of like who he is how he has presented himself what he sounds like all that stuff. Yeah. I can't discount newness. I have to explore it because yeah. otherwise I am just, I'm cheating myself. Yeah. So that's, that's my take on Post Malone. He's also <laughs> a sweet boy whom love music. He loves music. I would say for anyone who's listening and they're like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. There's a, a really good, like noisy profile. Um, we'll, uh, put it in the, we'll put it in the we'll, th- the, we'll throw it in the show notes but should, it's from do you just like one more song it's from yeah uh, did you even do just we play, play White, Iver- out? White Iverson no I don't want to do that one what, what's a really good one from him I mean I like Celebration a lot let's, or Congratulations Congratulations it sounds like all other music right now but slightly better than otherwise he's cute he's cute all oh. <laughs> There's also a sonic dissonance in how he looks versus how he sounds. Yeah. At least on records. Which um, is interesting. Yeah. He, uh, and then just watching him talk about himself, he's just very sweet and charming. Yeah. Uh, cute small boy whom whom do trap pop all of the youtube comments on anything that he's in and youtube is always just like oh i i just i think he's so sweet or like oh like i oh he just i really felt when he's when he said you know you you think that you're better now i really felt that (laughs) better now i am better now thank you better now Thank you, Post Malone. All right. Well, let's move confidently into the end of this episode. <laughs> uh, I think Post Malone was the person to talk about at the end of this year, yeah. for better or for worse. Yeah. He's definitely a breakout, a big breakout. Yeah. We'll probably talk about Travis Scott next year. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure more things will... Honestly, we'll probably talk about Travis Scott when he has his big breakup from the uh, uh, Jenner that he is married to. Kylie. Kylie. Thank it's you. Kylie. Not Kyrie. Not Kyrie. That is a person on the Nuggets. And then there's like Kyrie Alason, which is like the like Latin Christ is risen, right? Yeah, maybe. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway. Oh, it's Greek. 
It's it's liturgical. Oh, it means Lord Lord have mercy. <laughs> Kyrie Kyrie, Kyrie Elson. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> this has been an, an introducing episode about uh, your favorite posted Malone. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're posting it online, and that is a posted post Malone. Yep. Uh, I originally thought that this might be our post New Year's episode, so I thought it was going to be a post New Year's posted post Malone, mm. but uh, I think this might be going up this week. So we'll see when it happens. Anyway. Uh, love Regardless, talking about it'll pop- be posted. love talking about popular music here on the podcast. Uh, and if you want to hear more about us, you can follow us on Twitter at and IntroPod or mm. send us an email at andintroducingpod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Let us talk for a moment about our own personal uh, Twitters. Okay. <laughs> uh, my Twitter is at say what again. Molly's Twitter is at Miss Molly Mary. And can you talk about your your Twitter and a message? Oh, you got an email. No, it was, it was a DM. Yes. That's why I brought it up. Yes. As a- I would like to shout out um, Jared McNett, a.k.a. at TwoHeadedBoy98 um, for Two-headed boy. Um, You know, once again, it all comes back to Anne Frank, doesn't it? Always. Always comes back to Anne Frank. I did not uh, expect to talk about Anne Frank twice on this episode. <laughs> I expected to talk about Anne Frank every damn day. <laughs> Elementary school prepared me to talk about Anne Frank all the time. Respect Anne Frank. I thought that life was going to be about Anne Frank, quicksand, and dog catchers, and everything else that has been. <laughs> not those three things has been wild. What is this? Um, uh, Jared hit us up and said that he enjoyed the show and... Uh, we enjoy when people tell us that they enjoy the show. Um, so thank you for reaching out. He sent a very sweet note that uh, Molly read to me and I very much appreciate and Molly very much appreciates. So big shout outs to Jared. Yes. I hope you're enjoying Iowa. Mason City, Iowa. Iowa. He's a reporter for the Globe Gazette paper. So shout so, out to yeah, print yeah. media, shout out to newspapers, shout out to journalists. Shout out to Iowa. Shout out to Iowa. Never been. Hell yeah. Um, Maybe if uh, Chapo uh, gets really, really fucking deep into primaries, we'll all head out to Iowa. And if that happens, fucking Jared, hit me up. Uh, we'll hang out at the Iowa State Fair, and we can all eat those pork chops on a stick. One of my favorite fixtures of American. I was gonna say uh, public life. But if 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 the Chapos haven't eaten pork on a stick by summer next year, like y'all are canceled. <laughs> like you're just not like you're not Let's allowed to participate. Pork, get that get that pork. Um. Th- thank you very much uh, again for reaching out. Makes our nice, makes our day, very nice letter. week, month, everything. even our year, even our year. Truly. <laughs> anyway, we're, we're just we're just talk we're just talking here. We're just walk we're walking here. We're walking here. We're talking here. Anyway, uh, <laughs> again on Twitter we're at and intro pod, mm-hmm. and on email we're and introducing pod at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. Our SoundCloud is as always at soundcloud dot com slash. And dash intro dash pod. I think the this, slash threw you off. Yeah, I threw. I I, fu- I fucked up this time. Uh, remember <laughs> to subscribe to us on iTunes, and if you do, please rate and review us. Uh, reviews are actually great. Please do it. Uh, but like, goose that algo, baby. Just goose that algo. Just that sweet algo. Oh, get that, that algo. Oh my god. Just rates and reviews. Ugh. Please. Just it takes a second. Just go do it. Just do it. 
That's easy. Five do it. stars. Do it. Treat us like your Marriott suite and just give us five stars. Oh, like, a, like an Uber driver that you feel uncomfortable not giving a five star <laughs> review to. Like an Uber driver that talked for a really long time about like how he was just like he's starting over, he's starting a new life. Like the DUI was like the closing chapter of his last <laughs> life. And like this is like this is day one. Day one. Live, laugh, love. Love. Five stars. Anyway. We'll be back to you in uh, another two weeks or, or, or possibly longer. in 2019. I don't know, man. With another episode all of I- and introducing. If you, you know, if we don't see you like all blank sign, but like, yeah, you know, show all the queens be forgot. Wow. It'd be crazy that we've done this over the course of three different years. Three different calendar years. Yeah. Wow. Thank wow. you all for listening. Yeah. Wow. Well, wow. um, you know, congratulations. Anyway, that's the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs>